0: casting from a radioactive bunker deep inside the bracket compound. This is Show Spoilers episode 24, Game of Thrones season 8 episode 2, untitled. <laughs> not <laughs> for the, now. Not the show, not our show, it's not our fault. We would title it if we could, but for some reason HBO, maybe there's some spoiler-rich titles, but they are not releasing any titles until the episode airs and often it is Like an hour after the episode airs, so for whatever reason they're not putting the titles out there. But in any event, this is show spoilers. You know what you're listening to. Uh, We're glad to have you here. So this is Kevin, and I am joined, of course, by my co-host Brad. Hey, Brad. Hey, Kevin. How you doing? I'm doing well. So we just watched episode two of the eighth season of Game of Thrones. We just watched it. Yes, we uh, did. I won't say that there is a ton going on in the episode. I thought it was a really good episode, but. Clearly, it is building up to what will be an insane episode next week.
1: Yeah, what, 88 minutes, I think? And we talked about last week being some of the longest cinematic battle sequences in history yeah that's what they say so
0: we'll see they're hyping it up let's see if it lives up to uh, all of our expectations but before we get into this episode a lot to talk about uh, a lot of interesting things going on again uh, and again it was a really good episode i enjoyed it tremendously but you know we're used to you know we want blood here on game of thrones and the first two episodes have been pretty you know a little more laid back showing the dynamic between the characters and think they're saving all the the heavy hits for next episode so
1: yeah for so
0: sure we'll get into that but uh first of all we want to say uh again thank you for listening and if you could do us a favor subscribe rate review the show it helps tremendously it gets more people to listen so you can follow us on twitter at all the spoilers you can follow us on facebook facebook.com slash real spoilers that's our mothership if you will And uh, you can chime in there with all of this television talk, as well as movies, anything in entertainment, really. If you want to send us an email, you can do that on Gmail. It's theshowspoilers at gmail.com. Remember the, because it's important. We won't get it otherwise. Theshowspoilers at gmail.com. Again, as we said last episode, you can tweet at us with your theories, your questions, your comments. That's where we're most responsive. But if you have something that can't fit within Twitter's character restraints, just send us an email, a big, long theory, whatever. We'd love to hear from you. So you can do that there. And then, of course, you can subscribe and do all the ratings on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, all that good stuff. So you know where to find podcasts wherever you listen. Subscribe there and please leave us that review. We appreciate it. With that all out of the way, let's jump into uh, the second episode of the eighth season, Brad.
1: Let's do it. Wow. This whole episode turns out last last week we start, um, went back and forth between Winterfell and King's Landing. And this entire episode this week is all Winterfell as they prep for what's going to be... A huge battle as the uh, White Walkers are coming to take over.
0: We didn't get any Cersei, any King's Landing, Nothing. none of that. Uh-uh. Uh, and what's amazing is seeing all these characters at Winterfell. It's crazy.
1: Right. Yeah. And even uh, Tyrion, um, toward the end of the episode, has a conversation with Jamie saying, uh, I wish my dad, who he killed was here to uh, see us here about to die in Winterfell defending it. It's just a a weird situation, something you wouldn't have thought about uh, or thought would ever happen at the beginning or anywhere through the series at all with one or both of them defending Winterfell. Absolutely. And the thing is, as this episode was
0: going on, I kept having flashbacks to earlier parts of Uh, the series like way back in the beginning and thinking about these characters and how much they've grown how they've hated each other and now they're standing by each other's side it's such a strange thing when you think about it and I can't wait to go back I know you recently did your rewatch I can't wait to go back and have it all fresh because even even with me watching it in real time I still think back to all these big moments and how strange this is and and the characters obviously think it's strange they have these conversations and we'll get into (laughs) that early on here right in the beginning when it kicks off with Jamie talking to Daenerys with Sansa by you know on one side and Jon on the other Jon side the other. and all the northerners and how how they're looking at him and and Lannisters in general and it's just an interesting weird thing but it's pretty cool because these characters have come so far and to see the starks back at winterfell and not only that but to see jamie and Tyrion, who have grown so much as characters and uh you know especially with jamie's redemption jamie especially yeah, yeah i mean that redemption arc he's been on uh is quite something and, and i think he's uh still continuing to earn that so uh let's get let's get into this big conversation here
1: yeah, so episode one ends with uh, with Jaime um, showing up at Winterfell and uh, having an intense stare down with with Bran, and uh, this episode picks right up where that left off. Just maybe a few minutes after, where um, he's basically on trial, standing in front of Queen Daenerys, Sansa, and Jon. As you just said, Daenerys is basically dressing him down, saying, "You killed my father. You did this. You did that. Why should? Why are you here? How dare you insult me with your presence?" Basically he wants to fulfill his promise of fighting for the living, is what he says, and thankfully, even <laughs> Tyrion speaks up for him, but, you know, Danny kind of puts him in his place, Tyrion's place, right away, saying, you're making way too many mistakes. You trusted your sister, and now why should I trust you about knowing your brother? You thought you knew your sister as well. And the um, big so- thing is
0: that, obviously, Cersei did not send her forces as she said that she right. would, and that's part of why Jamie says he's showing up. He realized that she is not going to keep her word, she is not going to help fight for the living, so... That's why he's there, but you, now you have Daenerys and Tyrion with this you know, she's she's not quite sure she made the right decision of electing Tyrion hand of the king. Right.
1: Yeah. Um yeah, Tyrion's I think in a rough spot this episode. Um I mean he he ultimately goes into what he knows best by the end of it, but at at the very beginning of the episode, Danny gives him a look and um John as well, even at the very beginning because she's she's rifled with with anger and with jamie's presence in front of her and ultimately brienne of tarth speaks up and defends him saying he's a man of honor he did this he did that and sansa being you know queen of the well not queen of the north yet in my opinion warden but of the north kind of, well, yeah they
0: called john that but they called john that's really yeah. they call her the lady of winterfell but
1: really i feel like john's there following
0: Daenerys around like she really is pretty much the warden of the right
1: north. <laughs> so sansa ultimately she made the decision to say to say I trust Bran with my life and if you trust Jamie with yours then then I, I he's good to go and then Danny gives John the last word and she she also gives John the look that she gave Tyrion like ah, you know this is not what I expected today you know this is just not something I want to deal with with Jamie Lannister standing in front of me killed my father even though I know who my father was but yeah um, it's
0: it's crazy i mean because you're right there's Let's think about this dynamic real quick for a second. So you have Sansa, who says, you fought my father in the street and tried to kill him. And then you right. have Daenerys, who her father was killed by Jaime. Uh, you have Bran, who Jamie pushed out of a window. Uh, you, I mean, the list goes on and on and on of these people that Jamie has, uh, you know, back in the day has wronged or, you know, his family has fought against trying to kill, trying to defeat. And so, I mean, he's in a really awkward position here yet. He's able to get, you know, these people to come to his defense and especially Brienne. I mean, the, I, I have to say the moments between Brienne and Jamie, This one and the one at the end of the episode.
1: Oh, I'll get into that one intensely. They make this
0: episode. I mean, again, the writing is so strong in this episode. I loved the the writing, the performances, the score. I think there was, I mean, this is such a great lead up to what will be what we just know is going to be insane. Uh, But there's so much good, there's so many good things about it. But the Brienne Jamie stuff, that was like chills.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And when we get to that 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 one scene that you just alluded to, like I, I thought to myself like this is uh the most of I mean, I just rewatched it. It's been a long time yeah. since I've seen each episode for the first time. So, when I watched through it again, you know, I knew what was coming and things. So, I didn't really have a chance to get as emotional as I may have in the past. Sure. But I knew tonight with with this moment um with her with him and Jamie, sorry, her and Jamie. Mm-hmm um toward the end that like this is the most emotional i've felt with game of thrones and that in you know recent memory
0: well i can i can see you're confusing if you're listening to this you've obviously seen (laughs) the episode you know what happened so since we know that brienne is going to become a knight uh sir brienne of tarth uh spoilers if you haven't for some reason watching or listening to this which i'm not sure why you would be (laughs) but maybe that's a little freudian slip on your part i can let it slide
1: and there's no sense of being around the bush like you said she gets knighted and it's something that really just kind of confirms like everything that she's ever wanted and mm. then her acceptance from Jamie as well let, let alone what she's devoted her life to of honor and, and fulfilling her oaths and, and doing everything honorably you know it was just a moment and the way Gwendolyn Christie in that scene just reacted to Everything in that scene was perfect and I, I loved every second of it. Absolutely. So
0: so now we have uh Daenerys allowing Jamie to stay at Winterfell and fight for her against her better judgment thinking she's heard these stories and I was looking forward to killing the person that murdered sure. my father and now she's saying you can stay and fight for me it obviously a difficult thing for her but with her counsel if you will deciding it vouching for him and that's where we're are yeah,
1: yeah. and i think in danny's case it was two against one in, the, in those three people um you know making the decision I think in her case, like, with her believing that she's the rightful heir to the throne and the queen of Westeros, the rightful queen, she could have overruled them if she wanted to. So I think it it speaks to her discipline and kind of taking a step back and not doing like what she did with the Tarlys. For somebody that killed her father and put... All these people through a lot of pain and everything it may not be this case whatsoever but i felt like maybe you know maybe she's taking a step back and 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 not overreacting to something you know because she was clearly very very angry but
0: yeah no you're you're 100 yeah. right i mean for for all intents and purposes here uh she is the queen she everyone is bowing to her everyone everyone here is recognizing her they all see her as the queen, refer her to her as the queen. So she is the queen here, and she is the one actually making the decisions. But I agree, that is nice to see that little glimmer of hope. But when we get into the scene with her and Sansa... I'm not sure she's going to have that same restraint nope. going forward, which is exactly <laughs> yeah. what I've been worried about this whole time. But, yeah, uh, we, very conflicted. we will get there. But so now, uh, this is where we get, things get a little shaky between Daenerys and Tyrion and, uh, Jon yep. is walking away because of course we know at the end of the last episode, which was an amazing scene between him and Sam, he knows that he is Aegon Targaryen. So he is, and he doesn't
1: know how to break it to her yet either. Yeah. yeah so it's, he's hiding something huge from her and, and after this first scene, he's like, well, there's there's a little bit of tension here because I just, you know, did something that she didn't really, you know, I made the final decision. So, I mean, everything's just, you know, stacking up to be, you know, this, when he finally eventually tells her, um, which I guess we can say is at the very end of this episode, like it's that was that
0: was surprising (laughs) to me i will say right now going into this huge battle i understand that john's head is a little bit of a mess but that doesn't mean Mm. that two of them should be a mess going into this I, i thought what the worst timing ever to to do that um but we will get there
1: yeah we'll get there and we'll go pretty deep into that because that's gonna have some ramifications i think that uh i mean it's gonna affect the end game for sure so sure but yeah, um, yeah. So as you said, uh, Danny's not happy with John or Tyrion. Um, there's a scene with Danny and Tyrion talking and saying, um, you know, th- you keep messing up. I-, I elected you to be my hand because because you're clever and, you know, these two things, I don't know whether or not I can support you anymore. I'm going to have to find another one if, if you keep making these mistakes. And so that's kind of where that leaves off before we end up getting to the forge.
0: And Tyrion um, is there with Varys and Jorah, I believe. Or Davos. Oh, was it Davos? Not, I, I, can't, I couldn't remember yeah. who the other one was, but certainly Sir Jorah was there and, and he says, I think before the end, one of you is going to be wearing this, referring to the, the pin. Right,
1: Yeah. So there's a little bit of foreshadowing there. Should something happen to Tyrion, but uh, we'll see. I, I have. I'm, it's so hard to predict. And we went in this last episode, what's going to happen? Because the seasons are so short. The season is so short. We're in the end game, and there's a big battle episode next episode, and rumored to be that season five or episode five is is the big battle at King's Landing. So wow. like all the stuff happening in the background in the 6 episode se- season, um, you know, is it's the the rapid pace of it is is kind of you know i'm, I'm not digging it too much like because i really liked how the first seven seasons you know really got deep into the game and now we're at the end game and it's it's just ching 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 one after another so yeah uh, it's it's hard to predict what i think is going to happen but i i have you know different thoughts and but i don't know how they're going to put all the pieces in place for for what i want to happen so yeah <laughs> we could can, we can theorize about that you know another time but um you need to get through this episode um so yeah uh, we we move on from from the opening scene to the forge um where we see gendry and uh aria is uh looking for her uh her new weapon that she asked for last last uh last and episode how old is Arya? um we believe um that she's 18 based <laughs> on a uh a tweet today i guess we should tell the listeners um we, I, I told kevin and a number of people today i was like it, it's a weird tweet we saw from hbo uk in regards to the age of eight and by the age of 18 of uh, somebody in Westeros should have done this, and they list all these things that Arya has done. So clearly, it was, clearly
0: ahead of this episode, it was saying like, "Hey, we want to remind you that Arya is eighteen because she looks 12
1: Right? Yeah, Maisie Williams is. She's just. She's got a young posture, you know, like her face. She just. She looks really, really young. She's twenty two years old in real life. Oh my god! Is met, she really? Yeah, and oh. we met her when she was. Uh, well i guess if she's 22 now and game of thrones started what 8 years ago 9 years Something, ago yeah. she was she was like 12 years old right yeah. so we met her when she was really small little little arya learning to water dance and all that yeah so and I,
0: it, clearly this was a a uh, i mean they i think this is very smart to get out ahead of it and uh, you know it's a weird tweet but then again if we were to see this episode and what will eventually happen
1: it would probably have been weirder without it right exactly i think like when i when i told I, I made a bet with one of my friends i was going to make a bet but i felt like it was incredibly unfair because like to me it screamed that they were just getting ahead of the curve because everybody sees aria is a little girl still yeah that what was going to happen in tonight's episode you need to understand she they're blatantly telling you in this tweet that she's 18 years old yeah so that you're not so, so you're um, not yeah, weird, her, totally weirded out by it which it, it, it makes it makes <laughs> right. sense and uh, but no, I after
0: the the foreshadowing from last episode with Arya and and Gendry and the, Gendry. you know forging you know she wants him to make her a weapon and and just that tension. I mean, it was clear from the get. We last, gave her a weapon. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely <laughs> more than one. But uh, yeah, it was clear that that was going to happen. So I I I had no doubt, and that tweet definitely confirmed it.
1: Yeah, and even if well, I don't know if I would have thought it. But um, with the tweet helped, so it kind of gave me more eyes as to what I was watching as it was about to transpire because it doesn't happen right here, but it does happen later in the episode. But when she goes to the to the forge to talk to Gendry again, she has that look in her eyes like I think I'm into you, you know, like oh yeah, it's 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 apparent <laughs> for
0: sure. But she's basically asking him, "Have you made this yet?" And, and he hasn't. And she's you know she's kind of pushing him on that. But then she also shows that she's not messing around. She takes three daggers, I guess, or knives, dragon glass. And, and she, and, yep. she throws them uh, into a tiny, you know, post that's you know fifteen, twenty feet away or whatnot, and they're all right next to each other in this great grouping. And so he's like, "Oh, okay." Like he, because li- yeah. he, he,
1: def- he didn't want to build her the weapon. He's like, "You should probably be down in the crypts because you know, like he knows her as the youngest. Well, I guess not the youngest. Is Brand younger than her?" He doesn't look at it anymore. But, <laughs> I know it's hard, but to, I yeah. think I think that he is. But uh, like he's like you're you're not a fighter, you know, because she's there asking about the White Walkers. To my recollection, she's never seen one or know anything about him. But Gendry has, right? That's why and she's so
0: questioning she, him so much.
1: on She's them. questioning him. What what are they like? You know, you know what can I expect? And he's like you can't expect anything. I'm not making you this weapon because you're going to be in the crypts with everybody else. Which, by the way, my main question was, and I mean, it, not my main question, but something that came across my mind was. Is it smart to put everybody in the crypts with a bunch of people that can raise the dead?
0: Uh, I mean...
1: <laughs> I mean, I know a lot of the, the things down there are just memorials, right? There's not actually... That's, I mean, I'm sure there's some bodies, sh- but... I
0: mean, the, I mean, a crypt is... <laughs> I mean, I th- I'm i pretty sure there's some bad bodies down there. So, yeah, I, I guess... I guess the deal is, is that they are underground. It would be harder to get to. And I mean, if they're above ground and they lose, they're screwed already. So I, I, you know, it's safe. It's safer than being above ground, but I definitely understand what you're saying. (laughs) At that point, if they, if they get down to the crypt, it's, it's totally all over. Sure. Sure.
1: Yeah, so, um, so that's basically it for that scene. They talk about the White Walkers, they talk about death, and, and you know it ultimately ends with Arya proving to herself, like, I can fight, make that weapon for me. So um, Then we move on to the Godswood, where uh, Bran's just sitting out there being Bran. <laughs> and uh, you know, i don't even know how he gets to these places I, but he just he, he pops <laughs> he up wherever just, he needs to be he's sitting out there you know doing doing his three-eyed raven thing it was so funny and, when
0: when they show Jamie and then they show brand and he's just staring at him because it's, we just <laughs> we talk about this
1: every episode where he's just did you, he's just always there looking at him did you read why he looks the way yeah, he's so he intense he wear yeah. glasses
0: or something he doesn't wear so contacts like, like so
1: he has to take his glasses off to to you know to be in character and they don't he doesn't put contacts so most of the time he can't He's even just see staring <laughs> off into <laughs> the distance it's like just...
0: <laughs> it's pretty funny so i
1: thought that was pretty funny it was, yeah. but
0: but this is this is i think i predicted it last week and i definitely was thinking it this whole time is it's like because people last week were like oh it's gonna be jamie and bran and what's Brand gonna say to him and this and and but i'm like i'm like it's not brand anymore as he says in yeah. this episode he Bran is emotionless, you know, or who we refer to as Bran, the artist formerly known as Bran. He doesn't <laughs> yes. he doesn't think that way. And so I knew that he would not be mad or angry or upset with Jamie. That's the exactly. thing of the past. And I really like I liked this conversation how it went down because not only does he explain basically that he's not Bran and that they have more important things to worry about, but he's also like, you would not be the person you are today unless you did that. And so, you know, I would just be Bran Stark and not the Three Eyed Raven, and you would be right. that d bag Jamie Lannister that that hasn't grown. And so, it's it's kind of like, you know, long story short, too long didn't read. Like everything happens for a reason.
1: Right, exactly, yeah Jamie came to apologize And he was sincere We know who Jamie is now And for all intents and purposes Bran probably does too Because he sees everything, right? So, like, Jamie's apologetic Bran tells him, like I'm not Bran Stark anymore Which, you know, we're used to him Reminding everybody I'm the three-eyed raven I'm something else now Is what he says tonight And then they have this interesting, uh, you know, back and forth about afterwards. He's like, what about afterwards? Like, you know, are you going to tell them then? And he's like, what makes you think there is an afterwards? You know, just alluding to a finale that's dire, you know? So we don't know what's, I mean, I'm sure it's, something good's gonna happen but I wouldn't be
0: so certain. It's hard to say because of this show and how they're not afraid to kill off main characters and not everyone has a happy ending. I mean I honestly don't know. I can't see them just all losing and then all you know and then the Night King takes over. I I think that would be an insane ending but I'm not gonna put anything past them. I don't know how yeah. it's gonna go down. But uh and
1: it's I, like I keep saying with the short amount of episodes, it's so hard to predict because there's so many things in motion that you could see going all these different ways, but they just don't have the time to do well. It, and that's know, why they
0: like, can't tell you the titles either because the titles could be a location, they could be a character right. that you don't know will live or die. So I I totally get that. It's like they can't give you any clues about the way it goes down because I mean this is it. This is the final season, so every one of these episodes, at least I think next episode going forward is going to have a huge impact. I mean, it has to it's over sure. right um yeah. i i'd like to understand brand's powers a little more because he's the all-knowing all-seeing he can travel back to the past and actually interact with things i mean he has all these powers but i mean is your understanding like does he know what's going to happen i, I don't really understand clearly like what he knows about the future
1: part of me wondered that today yeah. um tonight with the episode it was just like how much of this is Because Bran knew that Jamie was coming to to Winterfell, right? I think he He was waiting there for an
0: old friend, yeah. So it's like, I'm
1: I'm waiting for an old friend. And then Jamie shows up and he's staring at him intently, and then, you know, on to getting Jamie to fight for Winterfell by not speaking up about what he did to him at at Winterfell in the very first episode of the series. So I don't know. I I really don't know how much uh, ahead that he knows, but he he alludes to it. Like, what makes you think there's an afterwards? But I mean, I I feel
0: like that's, I mean,. I think that's kind of ambiguous. I didn't take that necessarily that he knows. I'm not saying he doesn't, but I just think that's kind of one of those things where that could also mean, well, we don't know there will be an afterwards unless we do this right. So it, it either way, you know, it could be that. uh, But yeah, I don't fully understand the power, but like you said, there's been signs and things that are telling of him being able to predict things. But then again, it's one of these, this always happens with time travel and can you go back and change the past to alter the future and one of my favorite examples of this is the newer Time Machine, the remake with Guy Pearce. So there's the old Time Machine, which is, I love both versions of this, but then they did a remake, let's say, 20 years 15 20 years ago with guy pierce but anyway i mean this isn't a huge spoiler but he basically the way that they set this up and the reason why he is trying to really further his research he's a professor and his fiance dies and he's trying to go back in time and save her and every time he finally cracks it you know it's called the time machine uh spo- you know and n- surprise <laughs> uh but uh he he gets a time machine he builds it and he's able to go back in the past and every time he saves her she dies a different way Right. So it's like, that's one of the most interesting things and, and theories about sure. time travel is it's like, can you go back and change the future? Or is the future already set to where the, the, yeah, the future yeah. was that you were supposed to go back and change it? Because that is how it becomes what what is determined, like you said. So it's really interesting and hard to wrap your head around. So even if Brand knows what's going to happen, can he change it? Or change it, will yeah. it happen because he does whatever he's going to do? Right?
1: Yeah, and part of, the re- part of the thing that I just thought of during that as well is that maybe he doesn't know what's going to happen, but, like, he can still warg into, like, birds and see, like, Jamie, for example, for that specific example that Jamie was on his way to Winterfell uh, or something, you know? That's true. There, there could so be explanations. Th- that, that could yeah. be. Like, little things like that, like, things that are about to happen, you know, like, he could see that Jamie was on his way to Winterfell or this and that, you know, like, It would be too easy for him to know what would happen. But he did have this look when Theon um, comes back to Winterfell, and we'll get into that. But in the war room, Theon says that he'll go protect Bran at the godswood during the battle of winterfell and brand still has this look like like of approval like of course he'll have approval that he'll have somebody there with him but maybe that he expected theon to do it as well by already knowing interesting it's
0: all right yeah let's discuss that when we get there
1: (laughs) yeah so the very next scene like i said this is very fast paced because the very next scene jamie's back in winterfell or at least away from the godswood and talking to Tyrion about about danny and his mistakes and um, i guess they confirm that Cersei's baby is real yeah that's
0: the that was the big question last episode because we were discussing it on on the show and like is that real and because I thought it was just, just a lie it just seems like such and a play then, though, from both and of they them, all but... say it's I mean I mean Jamie confirms it and you know Tyrion was questioning it himself and so I think that we as the viewers got that answer
1: yeah, um, I mean, I, mean, could, I don't know why else they be, would address she it. He still
0: could be fooling everybody, but I. He you could, know.
1: yeah, because my first thought was, well, Jamie probably wants to believe that it's real, but he still walked away, but. but I don't know. Uh, in my mind, you know, Cersei is just at the very worst now, you know, so, like, she'll do what. She was doing whatever she could to trick Tyrion and keep Jamie, and, and it didn't work, but. I guess it's their way of showing that the baby's real, and I don't know what the, I don't know how significant it is anymore um, under the, under the uh, the time crunch suspicion and- that it was the time crunch and the suspicion that it wasn't real. Like what what's a baby gonna do when well. the nights. You know, nice. Well, come, here's so. well
0: here's the deal. This this is my absolute favorite theory ever, and so I heard this on the Game of Thrones group that we're a part of, and so okay. uh, that's the one that Matt Neglia of Next Best Picture invited us to, and uh, he's another one that uh, does the show. So go listen to his as well at the Next Best Picture podcast. Someone posted. I mean, it was just kind of like a meme, but it was different ways that Cersei could die. It's like Jamie killing her, <laughs> no. Tyrion killing her, no. But then. Cersei dying during childbirth and it being a dwarf, dwarf just like yeah. the, <laughs> just like how uh, they blame Tyrion or you know some of them have blamed Tyrion uh, for oh killing my God. his mother would that not be
1: the most beautiful and it would fulfill the prophecy as well because technically it would whenever, be her little brother yeah. Because she got impregnated right? by her brother. I, seriously,
0: I because I never, oh I never God. in a million years thought that would be. Because I'm thinking, oh, it has to be Jamie or Tyrion. Like, how fitting would that be? It has to. Be. I saw that same meme and you I didn't. didn't th- yeah, uh,
1: I didn't think you know put it that far because I just thought it was you know that Drake <laughs> meme and just being funny. But well, and I and I it think would, it is. It would fit I, the prophecy. I know, <laughs> and I think that it's supposed to
0: be funny, and it, and it is a funny meme. But it really made me think about it, and I'm like. How fitting would that be? Someone that she, I mean, First of all she would die, but you know, it's like yeah. are you gonna be satisfied if it's Jamie over Tyrion or vice versa? But then it's like wow, she hates her brother so much and then she blames her brother for the mother's death and it's like, Oh, but now you can have kinda of have it all, right? And like Right she has to know, first of all, she has to know that she gives birth to a dwarf because that would, you know, because of the way she looks down at Tyrion, but then for it to ultimately kill her and be her like you said, like a brother like oh it's in some way it's that's it's a
1: it's weird that just blew my mind like i'm gonna be thinking about that the rest of the episode it was was a tiny
0: (laughs) little thing brought up by a meme and i'm not saying this necessarily will happen but of all the things that i've been thinking of like obviously she's gotta die and we all hate her but you know it has we want it to be in the right way so that we're so satisfied and i just thought wow i think that would make the most sense of anything
1: yeah i uh you know i'm i'm a sucker for good theories and that and that you know i've told you about the little finger one and the brand is the night king yeah. one and but i like that i I've, i want to discuss that yeah. more so um, keep that in mind it, it all i think it all checks
0: out so we'll see what happens but i'm going with that now i'm i'm, I'm gonna ride yeah, that one to the end why yep. not let's ride yep. it but uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just gotta move on. So Tyrion and, and Jamie are talking on the on the castle walls and uh, he sees Jamie sees Brienne down on, on the on the field, um basically training uh with some other soldiers, because a lot of these Winterfell people aren't soldiers, which they'll talk about later when they're getting food, you know, post-war food from from Davos. That like we're not soldiers. And Didn't they say get, they get They said women
0: are fighting too. It's yeah. like every like man, woman, and child, everybody they can because everybody. they don't have enough people. And we find out. I mean, because at this point hasn't uh, has Tormund and the other the guy from the Nights Watch. They haven't shown oh, up. They have yet. Okay, but no, I mean, we're gonna yet. find out. Like they they already knew the circumstances were dire, and then they sent that kid from the last episode to go get his people and then we know what happened to him so it's like i mean they have even less people than what they were counting on and and that was still too few so they need all the help they can get
1: yeah we move on from that and uh we're back to danny and jorah jorah is uh trying to convince danny that you know it broke his heart when she named Tyrion hand but he knows that it was the right choice and he's loyal to her and he's trying to defend him because he knows how danny feels about Tyrion right now
0: and, um, I mean, Tyrion's pretty close to being fired, basically. And, yeah, pretty and, much. And like he, you know, Jora knows that just
1: not in her good graces at all. Yeah,
0: he knows that that it's in everyone's best interest to keep Tyrion around, and and uh, I really like this again phenomenal writing in the episode and I really like how he puts this and how you know he makes mistakes yes but he learns from them and he basically says right. we've all made mistakes but he's smart he he has saved us all in different ways and and uh, I really like uh Jorah coming to his defense it was it was a really nice scene and he basically I mean he's the one that convinces her to keep Tyrion around
1: yeah and I was thinking to myself uh, earlier this week and at certain points during the day that like one of the big questions and this is i'm not going to spend too much time on this cuz we still got a lot to get through but one of the big questions is who's going to be on the iron throne at the end of the series and i still think tyrion is a viable option assuming that danny you know you know goes mad with power trying to get it and and doesn't you know because of what we talked about last week with the fact that you know she wouldn't give up her quest for the throne to save the people and such like things like that john doesn't want it assuming the night king doesn't kill everybody and take it um that Tyrion is a good choice to like he's he's kind of lucked his way through the whole series right like he everything that's happened to him he he's he's narrowly escaped from sure and it would it would seem to be fitting for him to just fall into the iron throne after all the hardships and stuff that he's been oh it's insane and his most experience you know around it with his family and and his, you know, doing the right thing the entire time, but just falling in all these bad circumstances. I'm like, there's a shot of Tyrion actually being on it if somebody appointed him. You know, like, I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know. I feel like there's some way they do it, but I, I don't know. Like, he's a major, major character. I don't know. And I don't know. They they released, like, one of the other things that had me has me think about it is... You know the Funko Pops are very familiar with them oh, as well. I've heard of them. They released, f- yeah, <laughs> they released four Iron Thrones this for this past season, and it had one with Cersei on it, one with Danny on it, or maybe five of them. One with Cersei, Danny, John, the Night King, and Tyrion. Interesting. And I'm like, I'm like, those are the main five that they want us to think is going to be on the throne. Which one is it actually going to be? You know, so I feel like that throws him in the mix as somebody who could in some way take it but i don't know how they would go about doing it well i i
0: don't know when everyone's dead and let's say the night king wipes everyone out but then he gets taken out somehow at the same time and so everyone's dead and then stannis comes out from the woods where he's been hiding (laughs) and uh and decides to take the throne you know just he just comes like kind of limping out like hey i'm not dead yet you didn't see me die and he just goes and sits on the iron throne won't that be sweet
1: going back to uh, i I know it's fun to joke about Stannis but going back to Brienne being honorable and fulfilling her oath her oaths is that how you say oath plural I don't know yeah um oaths it's just weird to say um I, I feel like there's no way she didn't I i know, I like, know. It, it's, it's just why do such it off screen? A, such a why dumb, make that choice? we to we've do talked that? about this <laughs> off air at at
0: nauseam, and it's just it's so weird to have a main character and Stannis was a main main character to with some, to just have it cut to a different scene yeah, when brienne Stan some
1: claim to the throne and and he yeah, just gets an up That's, that's death, bizarre but. for
0: sure. But uh anyway, yeah, it's I, I don't know. Um I'm trying to think of as far as who sits on the throne, if it's not the Night King, I you know, I, I think I think John would be a good one. I know he doesn't want it. I just but don't think he wants it. I don't think yeah. he does either, but, but like
1: all the best leaders, you know, they always say the best leaders don't want it. You know, like like he
0: Well he's he's stumbled his way up the ladder clearly, where he is now. Yeah. I mean that's that's
1: <laughs> I like yeah, that there was that another speaking in memes again. That like every single after last season, every time John gets a gets rid of a title, they give him a higher well, one. I mean, <laughs> <He's>, he started <laughs> off as a bastard.
0: That's all he was. Right. And think about all the stuff that he's gone through with the Nights Watch, and then being the um, uh, he was the the warden of Winterfell, and um, you know, and now with his claim, he he has the. Uh, he's the last male heir of the Targaryens, as we discussed in the final scene of this episode. Uh, it's just, it's crazy. It's like he's, he keeps getting these higher ranks, and I know that he doesn't want it, but he's also, as we've mentioned, one of the most honorable people, and, and, uh, he's a fair leader. He's a good person. He's a good, honorable man, as they say. It's just, I think that he would make a great king. I think whether he wants it or knows he wants it or maybe doesn't now, I think that he could learn to, uh, accept it and embrace it and, and he'd be good. So I guess if, if I was going to have my like wish fulfillment, I'd like to see him on the throne. I think that he'd be really yeah. good. I don't know. Danny, I mean, she kind of started walking back what we were worried about. You mentioned the first thing uh, showing uh, just showing a little bit of tolerance with keeping Jamie around. Uh, and then she goes to Sansa here pretty soon. And so I'm like, okay, yeah, so maybe nice they're scene. walking it back. And then I think she proved exactly what I was saying. Last episode is as soon as Sansa questioned her, it was like handoff and that look. And it's like, yeah, she can't do it. She can't let anything that will come between her. Her in that throne, I'm telling you, she will not allow. And and uh, yeah, it's just uh, I wish it were different. I really, really loved Danny in the first few seasons. Like I, she was, her story's amazing. But I just I think that she's just I, I don't know. I hate to say like I hate to go as far as Mad Queen because I definitely think Cersei's right. more in that category. But if we're Absolutely. gonna relate it to her father, the Mad King, and you know some of the the questionable decision she's made and her attitude towards things. It's like, "Ah, I I think she can't remove that part of her. And, uh, it's, it's sad to watch go that direction. So we'll see what happens in the next couple episodes.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And like you said, the very next scene, um, well, Jorah suggests he, he says he has Dan, she wants Danny to, and I keep using the wrong pronouns. He wants Danny to kind of forgive, Tyrion, you know he's made mistakes he's learned from him like you said and he ha- he says i have one other suggestion it does this weird hard cut and i'm like what's it gonna be and um i'm guessing they're alluding to his suggestion is to to make amends with Sansa because um danny clearly and she says i feel like i've been nothing but courteous but like they're we're, we feel like we're at odds here and they kind of have a little heart to heart and and you and you know it all makes sense until Sansa, what does she say uh they're they're holding hands you know just in like an an it was really
0: nice and again the the writing i mean it's a really well-written scene and i thought they were both really good in the in it
1: and so i mean this oh i love to hear you say that because i know how much you hate Sansa. (laughs) like i thought she was fantastic i know and and (laughs) i
0: i uh it was hard for me to trust me because and i also feel like the way like she smiled like a little bit more i feel like that was more of a a break in in her performance than the actual character
1: but i still kind of liked it in the scene so i don't know it was a it sure. was a tough one but uh and i got a lot of like reminiscence of of catelyn this episode too like when she was sitting there talking to danny and just her her posture in different scenes i'm like god she's just oh, like she's doing a great job gonna sit like, on the emulating throne. her mother stoneheart oh lady stoneheart, uh, lady stoneheart. There you there you go, go. Yeah, it hasn't been in hey, any of this i mean <laughs> she, no i mean no one said she
0: didn't come back we just haven't seen her so no, there you go no we haven't your seen her now,
1: they even they had the audacity to tease her between seasons like by making little uh little rock hearts yeah. and stuff and putting on instagram i don't know if you I, remember seeing I those or not that. but and
0: didn't they i thought they did something in an episode where people thought she was going to come back or something i can't remember yeah, but probably there's something to where it was like oh my gosh are we gonna get lady Sunheart? so No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah so they they have a heart to heart and uh they talk about Sansa basically tells J- uh, danny you know john's in love with you that's why john's doing the things he does and Uh, you know men are stupid Uh, she has a line something about you know men do stupid things when they're in love you know so Um, so she's
0: questioning that and and so they're both on the same level I this is really nice that they get an understanding of one another and they both get that but I but again with the way that Danny puts this and I really thought this was going to be like a 180 for for her character because she she convinces Sansa I mean she she really does I believe change her mind in the scene because she she says I'm halfway across the world i should be basically to paraphrase she's like i should be at king's landing taking my throne that i have the claim to and yet i'm here with your brother fighting to defend winterfell so who is the one that convinced whom and uh, you know in the way they she put it was so eloquent and again a great scene sansa then is like i should have thanked you the second you got here and so i thought oh this is their making up maybe danny's not as bad as we thought she was getting all this but then sansa says we pl- what well, yeah. What about the North? Yeah. We pledged. That we took back the North, and we pledged to never bow to anyone again. And then that's when Danny pulls her hand back, and she gives the pulls l- her hand back, and then and doesn't answer. Yeah, and then Saved by the Bell. And then they're like, "Hey, we got right. you know something." Of course, comes up right then, and um, but
1: that something is Theon. Yeah, that Theon is finally back. That's in who it is.
0: And so again, just before we move on to touch on that, it's like right when we thought, okay, maybe things are going to work out, and I'm like. Okay, and 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 you know maybe they can get along, maybe uh, you know there's an understanding there, and maybe Danny is like, okay, she's she's taking a step back, she's taking advice from her council, she's not going to be the Mad Queen, but is but this was the moment where Sansa stood between her and the throne, that just like I said, she will not let Danny will not let anyone get between her and that throne, and when Sansa said, we vowed never to bow to anyone or bend the knee to anyone else again that was basically her saying so how are we going to do that to you and she's sitting here saying i'm your queen and and there's that standoff which i think without even moving on to the final scene i think this is foreshadowing again to sansa getting in between uh danny and the throne and john having to intervene that's just that's my theory that's my prediction
1: it's possible i think john is going to have to
0: make a very difficult decision between these two women
1: absolutely and I think that they're leading, and, and I'm in total agreement. After last week, discussing with you as well, is that, or they 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 built up last episode to show on how in love they are, riding dragons and stuff. But at the same time, between Sansa and Samwell and Arya, you know, telling John about like remember who your family is, and this is what Danny did to my parents. This is who you are, you know, and like remember your family. And then like, Sansa he, is
0: standing up to Danny here. Almost challenging her, almost. It's just, you know, I mean, without saying it, you know what I mean? Like, by her, if if no one, if Theon didn't show up at that moment, what would have happened? You know, what's.
1: Yeah, she didn't have an answer. She didn't want to. She pulled her hand Mm -hmm. back and she just kind of, like, was, like, taken aback by, like, oh crap, like, yeah. I'm in a really crummy situation. I had to (laughs) find a word to use there. Um, but, uh, quick uh, insight real quick um the episode title is called a knight of the seven kingdoms interesting a, okay yeah which we know what that is when we get okay. to that here and we've already addressed it it's brienne um being wow being i mean Jamie, i'm so. okay with that
0: because uh, like i said those are my favorite parts of this episode i think that was amazing yep. uh that scene uh, and, and we'll talk more about it later but i'm you know i'm cool with that i'm cool with that
1: yeah absolutely so yeah, uh moving on, like we said Theon shows up and and interrupts the uh the Sansa Danny um back and forth there and vows to fight for Winterfell and puts Sansa in tears. They have a nice big hugging moment. As much um, as I don't like that,
0: either of those characters, they both have been through a lot. And so Oh yeah.
1: I, I, by the same yeah, person. Yeah, I mean
0: that's what I mean together they went through a lot and he did save yeah. her, you know, they escaped together and right. and so again, I don't like either of them, and I really think Theon's going to die, I think, saving Bran from what we know later. Uh, um, But that will be his redemption. I feel like he came back to fight for Winterfell. He came back to fight for the Starks. I think that's what he had to do and what he felt was the right thing, which I agree. And I think by saving one of them, then he will get his redemption he will clear his name yep. um it's just i even said it to Katie while i was watching this episode i'm like i still cannot forgive theon but if he saves one of the starks right. i think that will put him over the edge you know into the into the okay book
1: yeah so yeah that that reunion happens and then we're out to the outside with uh with more prep work um as i mentioned the uh people are coming up to get some soup from from davos says we're not soldiers he goes well you are yeah. now and uh, a cute little girl shows up and says that she wants to fight. And I think my first thought was if Davos saw Shireen in him, because he looked, like, really compassionate about it. I mean, he saw a little girl that, in oh. which he would, once loved and learned, you know, taught him to read Absolutely. and everything. Absolutely. Her and,
0: face is partially burnt. So, like, so it, exactly. it reminded him of not only, I think, her... Um, her f- And she sh- couldn't have been
1: more than six, six or seven years old. She was super, yeah, super And young. and
0: Yeah, and I think not only did it remind him of, like, the facial... Uh, yeah, deformity, whatever you want yeah. to call it, that uh, Shereen had, but also, of course, she was burnt. So you know, I think that definitely it was hard, and he, it reminded him of her. And yeah, definitely, that was a yeah. very uh, purposeful, yeah, moment. and very yeah. nice for him to kind of get that recollection. And 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 the little girl was so cute because she was like, she was, she wanted to fight. <laughs>
1: yeah and gilly fortunately you know because davos didn't know yeah. what to say like he didn't want to put this little girl out in in the war field. he knew that she had no business out there and like she well, would not survive as a mean... soft spot for her. <laughs> yeah and uh gilly was around and said hey down in the crypts they're gonna need your yeah. protection and so she goes and she in the cute little voice says i'll protect i'll protect what, the crypts or yeah. i'll fight in the crypts or something like that so cute little moment um but right after that the horn sound and the night the night's watch arrive so we get tormund we get barrick we get ed, uh, lord commander ed uh the remaining uh night's watch and uh and tormund and barrick arrive but so and, is, uh, is is
0: our uh, torment and well is barrick is that the brotherhood is that what okay yes because the night's watch isn't there only one guy left in that i mean it wasn't he is he the last of the night's watch
1: he actually, might be. I thought there were a couple I, of see, them, I can't, uh, maybe that's all the Brotherhood. That's and, uh, what I'm thinking,
0: is it's like the Brotherhood yeah. and the other guy that was with them up at the wall. Um,
1: I, I feel like everyone
0: else is dead. But again, I could be mistaken, and I
1: haven't. Could be. It's everybody that was at the Umber House at the yeah, end. Of yeah, it's of the all
0: song, the so. people they ran into yeah. there. And, and so, yeah, they regroup, and that's a nice reunion. And and I do love that conversation between the three of them, uh, you know, the three that <laughs> were at the wall, uh, which is Sam, John, and, and the other guy. I just... I. Blanket on his name too, um, but you know, just because they've come so far, they were all a bunch of misfits up at the wall. So Absolutely, nice conversation, yeah. and especially with Sam. I mean, Sam was always the one that they gave crap, and I mean, obviously the the people that were terrible. I mean, they were really being hard on him, but his friends always even like joked around with him. But now Sam's able to fire right
1: back. Yeah, Sam. Sam's come a long way from the from. It was weird watching rewatching the series and seeing how cowardly he was at the beginning. Like, wouldn't fight back, wouldn't say yeah. anything. He just, you know, he was so broken from 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 his father telling him how useless he was that he just didn't even try. And now, you know, he's one of the most knowledgeable people of of Westeros, and, and so much stronger, a lot of confidence due to to Gilly and his brotherhood with with the, with John and everybody in the in the. Uh, yeah, I,
0: I really like his character arc i i really like i mean obviously it's not finished yet but just the growth that right. that we've seen him have like you mentioned <laughs> and the, the person he's become i mean he's one that we're i mean
1: he's the first person to ever kill a night right.
0: that you know in in, in written right. history that you know, I like, know but so, i i if yeah, he sat I, on the iron I, throne i would not be upset let's put it that way
1: sam on sam, the iron I, throne I, that's, I'm that's just something. saying <laughs> it could happen
0: i mean he's come a long way but, and you know
1: yeah we'll <laughs> see <laughs> but from there, uh, we got a nice little montage of of war prep and ten, twenty seconds of just different scenes of stuff that Winterfell's preparing for before we go to the war room, uh, with with Jamie basically everybody, um John and Jamie and Brienne and whoever else is who has a a name in Winterfell is mm-hmm. is in the war room getting ready to prepare for the for winter coming in. Um, Bran is talking about he knows what the Night King wants. Says that he wants an endless night. He wants to destroy this world and he knows where Bran is at hundred percent of the time because of that mark when he was touched while you know, checking the history or 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 warging into the birds or whatever <laughs> he was doing when the Night King yeah. saw him. Like <laughs> the Night King saw him and turned around, grabbed his arm and and that's why um he probably, a you know, chip. He put his, a
0: microchip in him.
1: <laughs> essentially, yeah. So uh so Bran's idea is to wait at the Godswood because he's like if we can separate the Night King from everybody. Um Jon's plan is is pretty much what you expect from these kind, you know, the 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 mothership approach where like the Night King controls everybody. We kill him, they're done, you know. So so Bran's idea is I'll wait at the Godswood for him cuz he's looking for me. And Theon volunteer they didn't want to send him out there but Theon volunteers to to defend him because, like, listen, like, I took Winterfell from you when you were young and, and naive or couldn't do anything about you. you were crippled, even. Uh, you know, I'm I'm going to defend you now and defend your honor. Yeah, and, I
0: think there's your and, foreshadowing uh, right there. I mean, it's, yeah, they're, so. they're setting it up for Theon. He's come a long way. He's, he's so far also, and it's in a short time period, from Reek. I mean, he's come so far back right. into becoming Theon and making his name... One that we're not cringing It's like saying because for so long he was so bad and then he was so cowardly. But then you're like, well, you know, you were an ass. I'm not going to feel sorry for you. And, you know, think about all those feelings we had back a few seasons back. And now... You know he's here and he's uh confident and he's willing to do what's right so uh you know i again it was a really nice moment even though i'm not a fan of his character i thought that uh he was presented very well and again uh definitely setting up for his redemption arc here right
1: yeah and uh the that scene pretty much ends with uh danny throws a little bit of shade at Tyrion because Tyrion wants to fight he said i fought at the battle of baywater and and uh you know and I survived and he's like well I need you like if I'm going to have you as my hand I need you for your mind and not your your physical <laughs> fighting so like you're going to be down in the crypts and Tyrion doesn't like it and uh that I mean that kind of ends there but it was it was before- nice though, too. I mean I don't think it was it wasn't really just a
0: dig at him like I I like that Danny this is after her conversation with Jorah and sure. deciding that that she is going to keep Tyrion around and I like that that she's she's like I, I chose you because of your mind and your cleverness not right. because of your skills on the battlefield she's not saying you don't have any but that's I, not why you're the hand
1: sure <laughs> like, i i just felt like there was still some spite in there you know for the fact that you know she's still a little bit upset sure. with him I I, I don't, don't doubt yeah, it at so all yeah everything she said was true like you don't need to be on the battlefield i need you for your mind but the way she told him I was like oh, you're still kind of you well, know going to give him attitude yeah, I mean, but, but that's that's <laughs> who she is though i don't think we're going to lose any of that attitude but then Tyrion did the smartest thing that no one's thought of yet and sat down with brand to know to ask him about <laughs> yeah. everything he knows like why hasn't anybody right, I, done I, that I, yet and leave it to Tyrion to be right, that guy I thought The
0: same thing i thought that was great when he's like so tell me what happened and, and what does he say it's a long
1: story yeah he goes he goes yeah he goes it's a long story he goes well too bad we're not cooped up in the castle and can't yeah, go anywhere you know so yeah. like And the scene cuts out, and so you know that they're just going to start conversing. I love that because
0: you know that what Tyrion learns that we don't know what it is, but whatever he learns, you know he's going to use in a future episode. So I'm excited for that. So
1: hopefully it's something substantial, and you know, like I feel like they played it off to where you don't hear them start talking about anything, so he could come back with anything he wants. You know, and like so, and it's kind of cheap, but again, we're moving at rapid pace. Like we need to, we need to pump this out here and get do it whatever way we can. Um, yeah. Short scene after that, Masandi and uh, Grey Worm suggest um, talk about leaving Westeros after the whole war is over. Because Grey Worm's loyal to, uh, to the Queen and will fight for. her But um, you know, she goes to approach a couple kids and they just leave her. Like or, or they they leave. They have no interest in meeting with her. And she realizes I don't have any place here. And they that they don't they don't care about us. You know. So uh, real quick, let me um, stop
0: you. Just going back to the last couple scenes. The the other guy from yeah. the Night's Watch is Edison Tallett.
1: Talit, that's right. I knew it was Ed yeah. so- Ed something. Talit, thank oh, you yeah, so much. Oh yeah,
0: absolutely. Just and for the listeners too, I, and especially that way, people don't have to yell at us too. I
1: just I <laughs> <laughs> no, they're welcome to yell. I know I've probably said so many wrong things. Hey, already, and you so. know
0: what? But hey, give us cut us a little bit of slack.
1: We're recording this right after
0: watching the episode. Right after the episode. We're not the sitting episode. there, you know, planning this whole thing out. We want to get this out. We want to discuss it while it's fresh on our minds. Get this episode out. So we're definitely gonna yep. miss miss a few things here and there.
1: Sure. Yeah, and I'm just I'm going scene to scene here. If I miss any details that uh, anybody wants to discuss or ask us about, please please do on 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 the Twitter handle or the email, and we'll be sure to respond to it and and include it. Yeah, and, and I cool. think
0: Brad pays five dollars for every mistake he makes, so just make sure to ask him about that.
1: <laughs> five. Yeah, we'll see. But uh, yeah, we move on from that. I guess that was a really short scene with Melisandre, or not Melisandre, Massandra Yeah, where and, is she? Uh, and Grey Worm. Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, I think we brought that up um, privately this week. Where I was talking about where is Isn't she not that weird? Right now? Like, what's she what's she up to? Yeah, I don't remember exactly where she uh, was left off because I think it came up in that group and cha- that group Facebook group with. Uh, um, well, either way, no matter where it came up, the, I don't remember the, why I asked about her, But there was something about she could be doing something, but I don't. I don't recall. Well, what it it's was.
0: it's it's interesting. Is it just like one of those things where she just kind of. It wasn't working out, the things that she was trying to do. And so she just went about her business. I mean, that would seem very weird, but we also only have six episodes to wrap this whole uh, series
1: up, and now two yeah. down. So. Oh. I, th- I think it's when we were again talking about Stannis not too long ago, and I said, "Well, we—I haven't seen—I don't remember where her story left off or where she was going, but she could have been going to find what? Stannis because she's still, I well, believe." I was just about to
0: say, "What if she brings Stannis back?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm not giving up on this
1: yet, <laughs> right? Yeah, but uh, yeah, moving on from from that scene, uh, we get John and Sam uh, finally talking about whether or not he's told Danny about his heritage yet you know edison comes in and says you know now our watch begins as they're looking over the wall waiting for the inevitable attack from from the white walkers and uh sam starts talking about all the things he's done i've killed the white walker i've stolen books from the citadel all all, these things all these credits to his name let me fight (laughs) but uh and then edison says the best thing ever too he said you know they they like you said they reflected back on their uh you know where they started from and their brothership and everything and edison says uh you know burn what's left of us there's three of us left and whoever is the last one burn the others you yeah. know like don't let us come back and and remember us in that form you know remember us how we are basically
0: uh, it really makes me feel like two of the three are gonna die i don't know i just have this bad feeling that i
1: no, don't say that because that two of those three are, are john i know Sam and, well and Edison. I, <laughs> I
0: i don't foresee a long bright future in edison's uh i mean not saying I'm not saying I, right, yeah. not saying I, I, I have anything the most against him, but out of Sam, John, and Talit, I'm just saying I I'm not sure that he's going to be sticking around and uh, um yes, i would like yes. to see john and sam uh survive and and do their thing though i mean wouldn't it be great to have uh john and either john on the throne or john as the uh the king's guard and sam as the maester you know i mean just to see like this crew i i think maybe it's a little too cutesy for this series but sure. uh you just think of it and it's like wow that's like the all-star team
1: yep but uh yeah we move on to what becomes probably the greatest set of scenes of the episode and and f- for in recent memory as well as uh it starts with jamie and Tyrion sitting by a fire and this is what i alluded to earlier when Tyrion says i i wish father could be here jamie's face at that moment was like was a, well what are you great, talking about right. you killed our father it was a great you know, reaction
0: I because i mean we all as an audience <laughs> have the same thought like yeah you killed him and now you wish you could be there
1: that's not a thing to say because Jamie was severely pissed at yeah. you when you did that. Like that's not something to joke yeah, great about acting now. here, but, but I and, mean,
0: really what it comes down to is he's just basically saying to see his two sons, his two Lannister sons fighting to defend Winterfell.
1: Yeah. About to die in Winterfell and uh you know Brian and pod everyone keeps coming and, in i uh, thought this
0: was so funny that they're like just sitting by the fire yeah. they're having the, you know what could be their last drinks and you think it's you think exactly. it's just gonna be a scene between the two and then slowly like one person walks in then another person then another and it was so funny that <laughs> yep. you end up with this whole room full of people um you know and, and it's a and and torment just i
1: man oh god <laughs> everything in this in these scenes were hysterical because... like pod wants to drink some wine and And Brienne doesn't want to do it. I don't think it's wise. And so... She tells Tyrion to pour a half cup for him, and he yeah. overflows it, and Pod just gives him this look like, thanks, man. You know, like, but this everything. Whole, and then this whole time, you know, <laughs> as
0: soon as Tormund shows up, you're like, oh, wait a minute, Brienne's there, Tormund's there, you know Tormund likes her, and then he oh, walks yeah. into this room and has to prove, you know, himself, talking about <laughs> him how he got and- the name Tormund Giants, Bane yep. and and then uh, trying to drink an entire horn in one <laughs> drink
1: full of, of ale. Like, him... Him and Jamie were basically him, especially were flexing to try to to get Brienne's attention. You know, because he knows he can see that Jamie and Brienne have a spark, and or at least from Brienne's eyes, at least because we know Jamie was forever in love with his sister. Whether or not he's in love with Brienne is irrelevant now. You know, like they have they have definitely have something, but Brienne very much admires him and uh Tormund very much in my very much so and <laughs>
0: it's just hilarious the the pissing contest that I mean really it's a one-sided one from Tormund's end but uh that whole story Absolutely. was hilarious like we said uh and then the drinking out of that horn and just like spilling over himself because he wants to prove he can drink it all in one uh very funny but you know what I was hoping for at the end of this scene whenever um whenever the whole knighting thing goes down that we were talking about which was an amazing scene and a great performance Absolutely. between. uh both these actors just phenomenal uh, but at the end you know Tormund starts cheering and I thought that was really funny but, he's clapping but, so
1: loud yeah me and Megan were laughing at that because he's just so happy for what thought. but what I thought
0: <laughs> that he should have done was he should have alluded to something like giving his hats off like if there was one thing to woo Brienne like that move was the move you know I was I was waiting for some right, kind yeah. of a like well f- I can't compete with that kind of a thing but it was nice and all obviously but I just was like waiting for that funny line you know the comedy to come out because Tormund has you know been so great in these scenes
1: yeah he tells her before he gets knighted which still it happens a little bit later but he tells her he's like if I was a king I'd knight you I would knight you. Knight. T- 10 times like, over like, <laughs> yeah something like yep. that
0: <laughs> very funny
1: yeah we move on from from them flexing to uh, to davos saying he didn't want to drink at all but after tormund tries to down that whole horn it, yeah. he's like okay maybe i'll it's have a so drink awkward to that. and so just,
0: funny everything yeah.
1: in that's yeah everything in that scene just worked the loved but every the title
0: of it. i mean the title character as we now know is brienne and and uh, you know we know that we've known that Brienne wants nothing more than to be a knight, but women aren't knights. I mean, that's just not how things work. And then Jamie comes up with this idea and he says that a knight can make another knight. So, you know, she at first thinks he's, I mean, she's like, you can't be serious, but he's like, come kneel before me. And it's just this emotional, heart wrenching, amazing scene when you see in uh, Gwendolyn Christie's face, her performance, is yeah and, and, and I think uh, yeah. Nikolai Koster Walju I always get his his name right. up. but <laughs> yeah right. uh, he I mean again his sincerity in this scene and him you know interacting with her just both actors phenomenal and, and the writing too I right. mean you got you gotta you know, got to give it up to the writing as well. So it's, it's just a phenomenal scene. And, and Brianne is almost in tears, basically like on the verge, you know, she's too strong to show that, but it's like, you know, she almost wants to sure. because it's, uh yeah. you know, it's everything she's always wanted and, and has thought and rightfully so has thought would never come true.
1: And yeah, whether or not it's actual, you know, part of my mind was like, well, Jamie is given her, you know, the confirmation that she needs from, from both her loyalty and her, her honor and, and even him, like, I don't know whether or not knights can knight other knights, but to, in that moment, like, everything was perfect yeah. and everything aligned for her to, to get I that, believed
0: him, though. I, I, know, I don't what, think he made
1: it up just yeah. for her. I mean, again, and I'm not a super
0: Westeros scholar, so I don't know exactly <laughs> the laws and the... What,
1: any Westeros scholars yes, want to correct please do, us? But please. <laughs> in my
0: mind, the way that I took it, I never got it as like a "well, this is what she needs to hear." I I thought of it, and Jamie seemed completely sincere, and and uh, absolutely, yeah, I'm not. I, I think that, that at it all. really, I think it's legit. I think she's a knight like proper, yeah. and uh, it was an amazing moment.
1: Sure, we go to Arya and the Hound sitting up at the castle wall um they have a little cheeky moment about how she never used to, she never used to shut up and now she's just sitting there silently you know and, but and barrett uh, comes up he asked barrett comes up and they're they're wanting to just uh drink some wine and and but before he comes up Arya asks him um something along the lines of like why are you here why you've never fought for anybody but yourself and and the hound was like well i fought for you you know Kinda and it shuts her up uh she, yeah, she you know she's going back to shutting up. She just kind of gets up and leaves because she doesn't. She what does she say? She says she doesn't want to spend her last night uh, drinking with a bunch of mis- or some bunch of old yeah, miserable shit. It's, it's really <laughs> funny. <laughs> like, and they just I mean
0: nothing else is said. They're sharing their wine and and she walks off. It's pretty funny.
1: Yeah, but much to our suspicions, uh, oh, and she goes that, to, she goes to do some archery. So. That's
0: right, right after this, she's down there, and who's that lurking in the shadows? But Gendry.
1: That's yeah, he. Uh, um. yeah he's lurking in the shadows and she treats it like the last night of their lives and saying I want to she she questions his like his his sexual prowess really how many women have you been with like like she wants it to be good or so you well, know like, i i it was know, weird
0: I, at first what i thought they were leading up to was he was bsing and he really hadn't been with anyone that was kind of what i thought it was going to go to yeah. but i think in the end it's it was really funny the way he's like well i didn't keep count and she's like yes you did yeah. How many?" and he's like
1: three yeah
0: and so and but she basically i mean she comes out and,
1: no they already had the spark i was just giving him yeah. grief but uh yeah, so they they treated it like the last night of their lives and and uh she especially um whether he was lying or not had had never experienced that. So they they spent a night together. Um yeah, and I mean
0: and and like we mentioned earlier, they definitely uh they this is what they were alluding to with that uh tweet and I mean because we yeah, it's not, not so like full tweet. frontal, but you get the side boob. I mean, you know, and i think it was a body oh, you think in, it in was that, in okay. that moment
1: there yeah they they only showed macy like from from the neck yeah. up um like close-ups talking to the gendry but when they did uh well, like when she was starting to undress um to show anything from the front they right. cut to her side to show some scars which he focused on like wow right. she's been through some stuff you know and then but then when they showed the full body shot from behind you never sure. see the face So I would feel like in that moment is a perfect opportunity to use a body double like they did with Cersei and the, the walk, um, the walk of shame and stuff too. But then again, I mean, Cersei's
0: scene was, I mean, that was fully nude, like full body shot walking for a long period of time. I mean, Some of it was digital, I thought, though, or body double. No, it is. I'm not. I'm not saying it isn't. What I'm saying is that using a body double in that circumstance, I understand. But what I mean is that this scene was like two seconds or a second and a half of side boob. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying I did or didn't. I didn't get my microscope out. I wasn't analyzing the footage.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I I was still surprised that, like, again, this is what I think they were preparing for with that tweet: is that everybody still knows Arya. Aside from what she looks like, I mean, she's always, like... I mean, not aside, because it's basically, she looks and she's still like the youngest start girl. And that she looks really young. So I think a lot of people, they were prepping for a lot of people to question like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, well, especially
0: having any nudity. And again, you don't see her face from in this scene, but still, it's still, it's still the character. And with having that, you know, little bit of nudity that they did, I think that, Rightfully so, would we'll, we'll really make people feel like, oh, wait a minute, what are we doing? And so, yeah, so that's why we got it. We we expected it, and this is what we got. But but as as we knew from last episode, like the 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 um, whatever you want to call it, the I wouldn't want to say necessarily shipping. I don't know a lot of people who were shipping it, but the show was definitely setting it up for for Arya yeah. and and uh, Gendry to hook up, and they did.
1: Yeah. And um, so we move on from that. Um, this is the actual knighting scene, um, which I think we've we've touched quite a bit already. Um, but again, best moment of the episode great. for me. Lo- absolutely loved it. Um, to Jorah and Liana, Um I think this is the first time they've interacted yeah, on the show. Yeah, everyone was wondering, completely. like, now you have yeah. these
0: two Mormonts there. And uh, yeah, we've never seen what that is. So I don't think it was as bad as people were expecting it to be because she's such a... She's such a tough little girl, and didn't know what <laughs> oh, she was going to yeah. say about uh, Sir Jorah. But uh, it was it was a pretty nice little interaction.
1: Yeah, he wants her to fi- uh, to go to the crypts because of her age. Like you're the lady of the family. Like you are, you know, all that's left. Like if this falls if this falls through or whatever. Like or even if we win, we need you alive as as you know the the right. She's told to carry
0: on the Mormont name. She's she's the one that's yeah. going to do that, and she's the the head of the family now. And uh, but you know how feisty she she's is. she's a badass she fight, it was, so it was she's great fight. it was completely yeah. badass she's in her armor as we saw from the stills uh promotional stills last week and uh she's just like nope i mean she's not taking any crap from anyone she's not it's not a question she's saying i am going to fight i'm i didn't come here to go hide and uh yeah it was great so she's exactly. like i wish you good luck cousin see you peace out and she you
1: know, <laughs> yep out of there later toodles but uh, yeah, that follows up with Sam. Sam comes by um, during that whole exchange, but his his big interaction here with Jorah is giving him heartspain, his family, his family sword that he stole. Another from his really dad. nice moment, um, yeah, yeah very because nice. I mean, so
0: John took his family sword,
1: or right yep. from uh, he tried to give it back to Jorah he, last yep. episode. And
0: oh, he, that's he right. Yeah, it. so it's but it's it's kind of cool to see that like Longclaw came from jora's dad and then sam took his father's sword but he's like i can't even use this thing another really funny like i can't even hold it upright. but then so he (laughs) presents that to sir jora so yeah i really liked kind of how that all played out and a a really nice moment between the two
1: yeah absolutely another great i mean this episode a, a lot of people might think that oh man another episode where not a whole lot happened but like i think emotionally and and prepping for what's about to come like this it was a very Satis- it's, it's satisfying a great episode, episode like, yeah. and in the
0: scheme of things and especially upon a rewatch and looking back at it again excellent episode great performances great writing i think the problem is is that we're two episodes in and there's been no blood right like there's six right, there's yeah there's about yeah, to be so but there's much six <laughs> episodes of the season and we waited almost two yeah. years to get a new season and like there have been no huge deaths no huge shocking things right. like we knew that you know, John's going to have to deal with this stuff. We knew that he and Danny at some point are going to have to deal with these things. You know, things have gone down and they're satisfying and, and I enjoyed them. And a lot of people obviously did too, but I can see where some people would be like, okay, here we are after two years, two episodes, nothing huge, catastrophic, uh, game changing, you know, nothing has changed, nothing so far has really changed what we knew was going to happen, right? Like all it has been right. doing is leading up to this next episode where obviously there will be some game changing things. So I understand the complaints, but uh that aside uh, in the scheme of things, when, when you go back and you think of this episode and you rewatch it and you know that you can right afterwards, click to this huge battle next, you know what I mean? It's, it's not going to feel the same way later on when there's more episodes. It's just the, it's the waiting a whole week for something you know, quote unquote big to happen. That's, that's the hard part.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I don't have anything to really follow that up with. I uh, lost, lost my words. There oh, for a I, I, I have that effect
0: on people. I'm so sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So mesmerizing.
1: So, um, yeah, they go back to uh, the fireside one more time as what I called the scene when, uh, with all the, uh, with Tyrion and, uh-huh. and co around the fire talking and, 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 uh, preparing for one, you know, one big battle. Um, so um Podrick starts uh starts singing they's like surely somebody knows how to sing or knows a song they can sing and uh he starts singing a song I had to look it up um called Jenny song which is was uh, which is in the books and i and they uh inside the episode after the the episode um one of the uh the writers i don't remember which one it was said that they took some liberties okay. with it but the the original lyrics um they they showed they played some of the original lyrics and then they added some to it. But in the books, for anyone that's wondering, Jenny's song, or if you're a big Game of Thrones fan, you probably already know, um, it's ap- apparently really foreshadowing. Because uh, for anyone who doesn't know, um, and this is from a, a comment that I saw on Reddit, um, which I don't have the username, I apologize, so I feel like I'm stealing it, um, Jenny of Oldstones was the wife of Duncan Targaryen, heir to the Iron Throne. He gave up his rights to to the Iron Throne for her, and she was also friends with a witch who prophesied that the prince that was promised would be born from the line of Prince Eris and Princess Rayella, which would be Jon Snow's mm-hmm. line. Yeah, so um, it seemed like a foreshadowing song. It's something that seemed a lot of book people were uh, really excited about in the... Uh, post episode so so what does it mean
0: what so what do they think that means for the future of this season
1: it sounds like john might you know at at least in record in accordance to the song if duncan gave up the iron throne for Mm. the girl he loved that john might be okay got it I thought that was interesting um if anybody wants to take with that and expand that'd be i'd love to hear yeah absolutely let us know what you think
0: that means and uh you know and and but that that also doesn't mean that history has to repeat itself too so uh that song could just be a song about that and uh we could see how it plays out differently here later on in the season
1: and uh the final scene is uh well, not the very final scene, but leading up to it, uh, we're down in the crypts with John and Danny one last time, and uh, he's he do, is do I, ooh, um, in front did, of. Did,
0: I know that I know this is an easily forgettable scene, and most people could have even missed it. But did we see Ghost this episode?
1: Yeah, Ghost was in there uh when they were uh
0: like like Ghost, that Ghost has not been on the show for seasons and seasons and seasons and he's just hanging out <laughs> in the
1: background in one scene. Like what uh yeah um what scene was that? He was sitting to the left. No, was he in the Well, war they were, room? I thought they were outside. Or was he outside. They were all
0: outside. I thought but it was so nonchalant. That it's like Jon Snow is just talking to someone and Ghost is in the background.
1: Just like, I think it's the scene with, with him, John, or with John, Sam, and Edison talking about okay, but the old like, times, but like, up on the castle we wall. haven't, yeah. we but haven't they don't seen Ghost it in, at all, in right? seasons.
0: <laughs> I think that's so weird that no one even said a name or like, was like Hey, sit there, boy, or anything. Like it was just, it was, was right. that just total fan service? Like, I don't know. It d- did it not just seem like kind of a cheap. I mean, if we were going to get him back,
1: all of a sudden, like it was, he was just there. <laughs> so yeah, to be completely honest, I I didn't even react to it as such. Like I I am aware that he has, we don't see him much anymore. But like I I recall seeing him in the episode at one point on the wall somewhere, yeah, or the the winter, the castle wall, and I uh, I didn't react in regards like oh my god, there's ghost, you know, like people have been talking
0: <laughs> about ghost for seasons, and where is ghost, yeah. and why do we not see ghost? And then we finally got him back. I'm not saying I'm not happy to have him there. And hopefully he does some cool stuff next episode. Yeah. But it's like, seriously, like, I cannot believe that no one even interacted with him. Like, <laughs> it's just is so weird to have him show up and no one even uh, says one word. So I don't know. It was it was just kind of weird. I feel like it was like, fans are like, you've all been asking about ghosts. Here he is. But then just a, not doing a weird way to present it. him
1: yeah exactly hopefully he has a hopefully he has some kind of a moment, moment he's a and, moment and, and yeah like 88 minutes next week if, That there, I mean there's plenty of time to, to do something cool oh and, and he'll
0: certainly be there fighting he'll probably
1: save John from death or something yeah you know, I mean certain yeah, death. I'm sure he'll do something cool my
0: point is if you waited this long like I'm not sure we needed to see him hanging out Like for two seconds in the scene, like have him come back and do some cool stuff, right? Like I don't know, I feel like the buildup was kind. It was kind of a weird thing. Uh, I mean, this isn't going to make or break the episode. Do not get me wrong, but uh, I just I didn't want to skip. I want more ghost. I was waiting for it because we're getting to the end here, and I'm like, wait a minute, we didn't even talk about this, but ghost was there. I didn't even address it in my notes.
1: So (laughs) no, I got it. I I feel like yeah, I'm glad you did. But yeah, the final scene is in the crypts. John is looking at the the memorial or the. I don't know what you call, I I feel like Memorial's wrong, but the statue of his mother, Liana, Danny comes up and and starts talking about how she's always heard the the greatest things about her brother and like how he gave to the poor and how he did this and that. But then he raped her, um, as you know, whispers in the wind had said, and you know, what caused the great, you know, the Roberts rebellion and all that and John's like well he didn't here's what actually happened and he this is the moment you know oh this made know.
0: me so frustrated because as soon as Danny went down to the crypts and you see John there pondering things it's like well of course he's going to tell her yeah. this is what we're doing but again we know from i don't think we we mentioned this but a very important point that was made by Tormund and Beric and the guys coming from outside they say we have until sunrise like i mean that's True. there's not a lot of time we left here that. so yep. but no i mean it's fine but it's just they they have until sun up that is all the time they have to prepare for the night king and his army to me it's crazy that with all that going on and as stressful as it is and not knowing how they're even going to defend themselves in Winterfell and the rest of the the Seven Kingdoms, that he would bring this up and even put this this doubt, this confusion into Danny's mind. Like again, John is dealing with this stuff and I know it's hard for him, but I feel like Danny, who especially is commanding these dragons and has a very important role to play, I, I think that's a total mistake to put that in her head. So I don't know what he was thinking, yeah.
1: especially with her. Like as we've addressed so many times, like her primary focus is the iron throw, which she did. She did tell Sansa tonight that like I will put that aside to fight for John now, but after this is over, I'm claiming what's mine. Yeah, you know? and now it's like and... now
0: look who's going to get in her way. Not only does she have Sansa, but now she
1: has her. So, like her love, like I mean her okay. love and rightful heir to the throne, she even says that means you're the last last male targaryen and rightful heir to the throne and she's banging her nephew yeah i mean <laughs> which is to- all, a double which, whammy. I mean, like, and you're taking everything it- that i feel like i'm <laughs> entitled to and you're my nephew, yeah and it's so. like and i mean and
0: i know that the targaryens have a history of that stuff like it's not as shit, sure. but i'm just saying like icing on the cake like i mean to add insult but they were to- knowingly doing it she wasn't you yeah, know <laughs> yeah like adding insult to injury so Anyway, um, I think that was a poor, poor move. And we'll see how it plays out. And they may have there, there may be a reason for it, as in there might be some major plot they were trying to get to. And he had to tell her in order for that, you know, whatever the case may be, it will be interesting to see how it unfolds. But the like, logically, in my head, I'm thinking, God, John, like, yeah, you're dealing with this crap, but also now you're putting this on her. And we need people going into battle with a clear mind. And um, now she clearly is distraught by this. Like, like you said, and
1: it shouldn't have been too much of a surprise. And maybe she accepted it more because she, she kind of dismissed it. Like you heard this from your best friend and a guy and your brother, you know, like, who nobody in, else in the world knows this or believes, except this. for
0: the two people closest to you. Like, I like how the, she put yeah. it because it, it it does seem awfully it convenient.
1: Does, but if she thinks about it, I think that she should relate back to a week ago when he's riding the dragons, just like and they're so accepting of. Oh him, yeah, a whole new dragon like, world. Like you should have. It, it's going to give her another look of like I should have known that something yeah, is that's, up at this point. Yeah, we
0: addressed that last week. It's like that should have been that scene play it was played way too cutesy because that should have been the clue that he was uh you know a descendant of Valeria that, that yeah. um you know so I, I definitely I don't think that She's in shock is the thing. She's not dismissing yeah, it. She's not saying no, there's no way that could be true. She's she's just dealing with that initial shock. But yeah, clearly the clues are there. And uh but there's no time to even think about it because this is literally this is how the episode ends, is the the, the war horns the horns blaring sound yep. and, and uh we see the Night King and his army approaching. No, we don't see the Oh Night not King. the Night King, just his army. We Sorry. see
1: a bunch of white walkers. Yeah, that's true. But not the Night King, which I found interesting. Because I, I made I a, a – th- I didn't make a theory, but I, I posed a question on our Facebook group sometime last week that what if the Night King doesn't even – like, what if the battle at Winterfell is just a smokescreen and and the Night King is taking half oh, his army over to, to King's, King's Landing, Landing? Because, like, maybe he's not after Bran like everybody – or what Bran thinks is yeah. – or thinks that he is. And he's going straight for the Iron I Throne. F- because what a better the- – like, what – why not divide – Instead of fighting one big army, divide them up. Like Winterfell's not as doesn't have as many people as King's Landing does, and if you overtake King's Landing while that battle's happening, like you're gonna raise so many more people their to fight people. for. you. Yeah, no, that's a great yeah. theory,
0: and I forgot that you had mentioned that last week, and uh, you know. Yeah, part of me is like, well, yeah, they just want to take their whole army and conquer Winterfell, but they don't need to. They're, I mean, they have risen so many people for their army.
1: Yeah, like all these people are in Winterfell. All the people we know and love for for eight seasons. So I mean, it's going to be a, a climatic battle. It's going to be intense. But if the Night King's not there, which he may be, we just didn't see him at the end of this episode. But you would think that they would show him. It is him.
0: weird. It is very weird. I. You know what? I didn't think into it like you did, but I think that is a clue now that you mention it. I'm, yeah. I definitely feel that it was weird, and so yeah, because I was looking for him, and yeah, you see all those White Walkers, but you're right, you don't see the Night King, and there's no, there's no possible. Reason that I can think of, you know, there's no reason that makes sense other than what you've said. Like, um, unless next episode he's going to come swooping in on the dragon. Now that that was that, that was sense. my yeah. thought. I mean, when when I wasn't thinking of the whole King's Landing theory, I thought in my head, oh well, he's in the air, he's riding the ice dragon.
1: Like, but I would think that they'd show him hovering above oh, what, the army. Right. You know, what and what's looming? You why know, why wasn't there the a big shadow is... of
0: a of a dragon? Yeah. No, totally because you know what? Maybe the ice dragons at King's Landing. I
1: totally. Yeah can see that they have no defense i mean i guess cersei has those giant crossbows that kyburn made but yeah king's landing so much further south i don't think they could get there unless it's just him and the dragon well i don't think well, you know what any... how What's how it?
0: else is john and Daenerys and their army at winterfell how are they going to beat them unless it's only half of them like it, right, it, it, exactly. it really makes a lot of sense now that you say this not seeing the night king and how in the hell are our guys going to stand a chance well they're not fighting the whole army. I like it. Let's go with it. That's All perfect.
1: Right. Show spoilers theory. Yep,
0: that's it. I like it. Write it down. And so I mean, <laughs> end credits. It was another short episode before we get a really long one next time. It's yep. it's hard to wait a week and then and then get those. You know, it's it's always hard when those credits roll. But I'm like, oh, why is it? Why is it under an hour? This is not fair.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. It was it was when they released the episode links before the season, a week or two before the season started. It was. Both the first two were under fifty minutes and the and episode three was was sixty six, I think, so not much longer. Yeah. But then they released this like infographic that it said they added twenty two minutes to it to make it eighty eight minutes. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's 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 great. The so, next one's gonna be huge. And I get it. Like,
0: what more could they add to this one? We had so many great moments between our characters. We had, uh, I mean, this really great building up of defenses and seeing the people and seeing our main characters prepare and get ready for it. Um, and obviously, we don't want to see like the first five minutes of the battle and then it, like it's, it's great that they're holding it all for one super mega packed episode. I think it's the right move. It's just in the moment now we're counting down, you know, six days and 23 hours and five minutes or whatever, <laughs> you know, it's like, Oh, yeah. it's so hard. But, uh, I think we're going to be in for a real treat, uh, you know, and we may not even like everything that comes out of it, but I think it's going to be one hell of an episode.
1: Yeah. I'm really, uh, No, i can't wait to see it and i can't wait even more to discuss it afterwards because i know there's going to be so much to discuss oh my gosh (laughs) it's going to
0: be crazy but uh i think that does it for this one um uh, if you don't have anything else i did want to read uh we did have someone tweet at us after the episode so i wanted to read their reaction um this is from john brothers on twitter he's at john d bro one and he says i thought it was great for the characters not great at moving the plot forward kind of what we were mentioning earlier but that didn't bother me at all." tons of fantastic moments definitely one of the best non-combat episodes if not the best non-combat episode so i mean i think that's a great comment that's pretty much exactly what we said um a lot of really great moments. So such great writing, uh, right. so such great acting. Um, I, I do want to give credit to, to the writer, uh, Brian Cogman is the one that wrote this one. So, um, I, I think he's written a lot of great episodes over the series history. And, uh, this, this was a phenomenal one. John's not wrong. I, I mean, that's exactly what I was saying. Like, these first two episodes really haven't changed the game they've been a really nice setup really nice moments of you know setting up the characters and their relationships and how are they all going to play nice together and all that uh, and i think that i think that as a whole they're going to be really good episodes. Um, You know, I can see that, but I definitely, again, do understand the complaints from people that we're kind of in the same place we were, you know, I'm not trying to undermine it at all. So, I mean, take this for what it is. I just mean that we're still setting up to fight the night King and his army and nothing has changed in these last two episodes. You know, they're coming now. We just know they're when they're coming and the time is now and we'll see what happens. But yeah, phenomenal episode. I agree. One of the, one of the better, ones especially with that brienne stuff man that was absolutely that was so good so thank you john for the tweet and of course you can email us at theshowspoilers show spoilers at gmail.com tweet at us at all the spoilers so make sure you tweet at all the spoilers give us your questions theories comments we love it correct us uh all you westeros scholars that's what we're calling them the westeros <laughs> scholars if you've been at the citadel studying your books stealing your books uh and studying tell us what you've learned but I think that does it for this episode. So thank you for joining us. Uh, it's been fun as always. Please, again, bear with us as we are recording this right after the episode airs. So we're doing our best to get this out. If you want to follow us on our social medias, you can follow me on Twitter at Kevin R. Brackett and Brad. Where can um, I find currently, you?
1: Um, I'm not using Twitter. So if you want to find me on Facebook, um, I'm really active in the sister podcast, Real Spoilers. They have a show sharers group called the uh, Real Spoilers League of Show Sharers. I'm really active in there, always trying to chat it up about movies and such. And you can find me in there, and maybe we can get a discussion going or something on there.
0: Cool. So yeah, of course, uh, we, we do love for you to follow the Real Spoilers podcast as well. So that's at Real Spoilers on Twitter and Facebook. Just search for Real Spoilers and join the League of Show Shares. That's where we do all this talking. Since the uh, eighth season of Game of Thrones started off, we've had some <laughs> threads uh, about Game of Thrones in there, which is great. So we, we discuss it all, movies, television, news you name it so uh, it's a great place to just chat it's it's uh it's a lot of fun over there so i think that does it for this episode though so again thank you for joining us and we will talk to you next week
1: you